This episode is brought to you by Leo Bato and Associates, ang realtor na pato. When buying or selling your home, call Leo Bato. He has years of experience in real estate, showing honesty and integrity in every transaction. He's a person you can definitely trust. So book your appointment with Leo Bato today by giving him a call at 818-648-4837 or by visiting him on the web at www.leobato.realtor. This episode is brought to you by ABBA eServices. And the podcast will begin in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ladies and gentlemen, wow, a great pleasure, a great honor, and a privilege. Consul General Edgar Badajoz. Thank you, Papa. By the way, shout out to Leo Bato for actually coordinating this and mm-hmm. for making it happen. Thank you, Leo. Kongjen, is mm-hmm. it okay if I call you Kongjen Ed or Kongjen? Kongjen Ed. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alam mo yung feeling lang na mm-hmm. you being here, and I, thought, I said this off cam, right, yeah. you being here just validates what it is we're doing. Exactly, yeah. And um, we really appreciate you taking the time from your busy schedule. Of course, yeah. Nakakatuwa. So let's start from the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Before being a consul general, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what made you go into public service? Okay, um, I was then in the UP College of Law in Diliman, and I had friends who were working in Congress at the time. And one of them recruited me to work for a congressman from Cagayan, and I agreed. And then one thing led to another, and then before I knew it, I was already working for Senator Miriam Santiago wow. in the Senate. So before DFA, I was actually working for Senator the late Miriam Senator Santiago, and I also worked for Justice Serafin Cuevas. So uh, all the actors in the impeachment proceedings for one of the justices, you were there. They were my bosses. Oh my God! Yeah, Miriam Santiago, Justice Serafin Cuevas. So I had a good training. Terror, terror, but si Miriam San, si Senator Well, Miriam you'd be surprised Santiago. that uh, the persona she. Projects. Projects in public is so much different from what she's in private. She's very quiet, a very good boss, very motherly when we are just in the office. Our office then was in uh, Examiner Street in West Triangle. Yes. Yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah. So that's how I got uh, influenced by so many people who were already working in, uh, in Congress, in the Senate, my bosses, my friends. And then one of my Friends also was already working in DFA at that time. And he joined the Foreign Service earlier than me. And Pero magkabatch kayo. Magkabatch kami sa UPLO, but he joined the DFA earlier because you can take the exam earlier. Right. So he was uh, already traveling around the world for free uh, because as a Foreign Service officer, you get to travel overseas. So Legal I, attache. Yeah, yeah, so he said, hey, Ed, why don't you join the DFA? It's good to work here. And so I said, yeah, why don't I take the exam? And so in 1996, I took the examination and passed it. Tapos saan yung unang, ano, uh, unang destino? My first posting was in Toronto, Canada. Okay. Yeah. I was in Canada in 2000 up to 2003. Pero, pero, Kong Jan Ed, mm. was Canada your first trip outside the U.S.? Or no, when no. you were young, did you travel outside? I was, my first travel outside the country was in... Um, Um, Canberra. It's also for an official meeting. Um, 
And at the time when I was traveling in Canberra, I said, you know, it's good to be traveling outside the country. Okay, so like, you you uh, felt that also. Yeah. So yeah. I got the 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 drive ready. You know the the motivation to work hard for what I wanted to do in life. Yeah. Okay. Right. Now, since you you mentioned mm. the drive to do to to work hard mm-hmm. to get what you wanted to do in life. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the you being a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I'm an underbar anyway. Underbar, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. But you took up law. Yes, yes. Was that because your parents told you to take up law, or did you want to take up law? You know what? I'm the. If I had taken the bar, passed it, I would have been the first lawyer in the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I I come from a not so well off family. We ha- I have a very humble beginnings, and I would say that why whatever I had I have achieved in life. Is really a product of my, you know, self determination to succeed. Yes, and uh, getting inspiration from my elder brothers, who were among the first to be deployed to Saudi Arabia as OFWs. Wow. Yeah. So I said to myself, you know, um, to succeed in life, you don't have to depend on so many people. Really, if in order for somebody to succeed, you have to really work on your own. So that you can achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve in life. So, may mga yeah. days ba during your mm-hmm. college days, mm-hmm. high school days, college days, where you felt like giving up? Yeah, you know what? I we were uh, we were orphaned so early. My father died when I was only in uh, first year high school. Wow! And there were six of us in the family. Pangilang kayo? I was the youngest. Oh Lord! Yeah, and when my father died, he left us with no. Riches at all. No inheritance. No inheritance at all. My wife, my my mother was just a plain housewife, and none of my elder brothers have already graduated from college. They were still in college, so it was my our eldest brother who, you know, performed the role of a father. Right. Us. And my mother also, you know, did so many odd jobs here to tie to tie things over for us. And um, I would say that it's also a matter of luck, and most of it hard work. And the drive to succeed—that's uh, why I'm here today. Kaling, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, eto na. Mm-hmm. Now, nasa UP na. Yeah. Law. Why law? Law because. Um, why not mascom? Yeah, I know. Uh, in fact, one of my friends uh, was telling me, you know, you have a knack for talking to people, you know, to a crowd. You can convince a crowd. You can tell Di them ba? to, you know, to follow you. But but then you went into law. Well, only because we have friends back in the province. I'm from from Abra anyway. Okay, who, shout out. Yeah, uh, our province is from Abra. I'm from Abra. So I had uh, friends who had relatives and uncles who were lawyers, and I admired what they were doing. So I said to myself, why don't I also join the legal profession? Uh. As simple as that. Simple as that. Yeah, but uh, before I knew it, I was already working in DFA. So I went to a different path. Galeng, yeah, no? Yeah, huh? This was your plan, pero talagang fate will bring you... True. True. Diba? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so now mm-hmm. Canberra, and then you came back. Mm-hmm. Now there's a new goal in your head. Right, what you wanted right. to do. Mm-hmm. Your peers na una na silang mag uh, sa DFA. Sa DFA. Oh. What was your motivation now? What do you mean? Uh, na 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 ko pumasok na sila. Kailangan gawin ko to. Oh yeah. Pero under Miriam parin ako. I mean. Yeah. So I I I saw that they were really enjoying what they were doing. Uh, because you get to travel <laughs> overseas, you get to meet, uh, you know, uh, foreign government officials, and most importantly, you get to meet fellow Filipinos overseas. Yes. Uh, as a public servant, that's the first thing we do overseas. Uh, we help Filipinos under our jurisdiction, and I saw that they were. 
getting enjoyment from it, you know, being able to help, uh, especially in that, at that time, we had so many Filipinos going to Saudi Arabia and there were so many problems and I could see that, uh, you know, uh, my, my, my fellow, uh, my friends who were in the DFA were, were able to do something at least to help our fellow Filipinos overseas. And I said to myself, I think I can also do that. Yeah. Hindi ba ano, Kongjian, hindi ba masakit minsan because you get like like your first uh, posting was in Toronto, sabi niyo. Right. right, yeah, that's true, yeah. Alam ko, mababayit ang mga tao sa, sa Toronto. Oh, sa yeah. Canada, basically, yeah, yeah, mababayit, yeah. mababayit ang mga that's tao yeah, sa, yeah, yeah. sa Canada. Very different. That's correct, yeah. But then again, you have overseas uh, foreign workers, mga Pinoy, mm-hmm. mga bagong bayani natin. Mm-hmm. Like, when you were there, were you there as consul general or were you there as, as part one of, of the vice consuls? Vice consuls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What was your power as vice consul in terms of influencing or helping the? Uh, well, we as a vice consul at that yeah. time, I was um, of course doing um, a lot of political economic reporting, also doing uh, consular services, and uh, just like any other Filipino communities overseas, they have a lot of events. Mm-hmm. on weekends. Right. And so, madami kayo nakikilala. Madami, marami nakikilala. And then, they approach you, you know, talk to you and they feel that, they think that, you know, this it's like this. Filip- fellow Filipinos who see a consul, they think that a vice consul or a consul can do anything. Can that, do anything. Kaya nga ako natatanong ng ganun right now because, you're the vice consul, then you can, right? you can help me. Whatever problem I have, you can help me because you're the vice consul. But we tell them we have certain limitations. You know, but uh, even as a vice consul, we were happy to serve at least our fellow Filipinos who were in Toronto at that time. Uh, our jurisdiction in Toronto included, um, of course, Ontario province, and at that time, Saskatchewan and Manitoba. Laki, yeah, no? Malaki, tatlong provinces. So Winnipeg na area, mm-hmm. Saskatoon area. Yeah, Saskatoon, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Malaki. Oh, Ontario gana. alone is such a huge yes, uh, province yes. already. Diba? And then, okay, mm-hmm. wow. Laki, okay, Saskatchewan, yeah. tapos Manitoba, tatlong Prairie provinces, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are huge provinces, yeah. So, what are the things that you can do as a vice consul? Well, a not lot. consul, but vice consul. What are the things that a vice consul uh, well, can do? Uh, Expedite passports. Well, legally, 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 what you can do is to consularize documents. Okay. Uh, we process passports. Like as you know, travel the docs. Basic, yeah, the basic uh, functions of a consulate, like the Philippine consulate in Toronto, is to process passports legalized documents, issue travel documents, as you said. Yes. And we also uh, assist uh, what we call uh, assistance to national cases. These are fellow Filipinos who are in distressful situations, right. who run into problems. Yes. So as a diplomat, as a vice consul, it is your duty when a person who is in that situation approaches you to help that person um, face um, the law enforcement authorities in Canada, for example. If they're in need of a lawyer and they cannot afford the services of one, then we try to help find them a lawyer. And if we cannot find a lawyer, or if they cannot afford the services of one, then we request the Philippine government to try to provide financial assistance to these uh, uh, fellow Filipino of ours. So any Filipino in a foreign land mm-hmm. can just knock on the doors of the embassy and ask for help? Oh, yes. Yes, that's the beauty of you know being a Filipino. We are... We are we are probably one of the most compassionate, if not the most compassionate governments in the world. Because no other government has actually budgeted millions of pesos just to help Filipinos in distress overseas. 
Hindi wow. alam nang makababayan natin yun. Hindi ako, hindi ko rin. Ako ang ganawal. Na ang ating gobyerno, mayroong budget, you know, millions of pesos para tulungan sino mang Pilipino ang nangailangan ng tulong overseas. Wow. Eh, regardless of your status. Regardless of your status. Okay? Halimbawa, madideport ako sa sa bansang nandun tayo pareho. Okay. Can you help me? Depende sa problema. Okay. okay. Because pagdating sa immigration matters, hindi yes. kami pwedeng makialam. Okay. Kasi call yan ng host government. Yan eh. Nakipagsuntukan ako sa, let's say, Amerikano. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ngayon, tutulungan ka namin so that your due process will be respected. Right. Your, your basic rights uh, to due process will be respected. And and let's let's make it clear, this is not padrino-padrino na... No, wala, wala. wala. Hindi, this oh, is due process. Due process yan. So kahit na ikaw ang nakipagsuntukan, you still deserve a right. Yeah, you so have your a basic right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To, right. In, in court, you still right, uh, deserve the right to be represented by a lawyer. If you cannot uh, afford the services of one, government, we can um, request funding from uh, Manila right. so that we can hire a lawyer for you. But we can do that. If you're in a hospital, you can afford your medical expenses, we can also request financial assistance from Manila for you. But not to the full extent yes. of your medical expenses. Yes, at least a portion. At least meron. Yeah. Yun ang hindi alam ng ating mga kababayan. Other governments hardly do that. I will not name names. Okay. I was in Tor- I was was assigned in Thailand that in back in the mid 2000. Yeah. And there was a massive flooding in Thailand. Maraming na displaced na mga pamilya, individuals from different nations, different nationalities. Yung ating gobyerno, talagang we delivered goods, financial assistance to Filipinos who were affected by the massive flooding. May mga ibang nationality na hindi man nang tinulungan ng kanilang mga embahan at konsulano. In Europe, if you go to Europe, you will see Filipinos from our consulate, uh, officials from our consulates visiting jails, detention facilities to provide assistance to talk to Filipinos who are in detention. Wow. Ang mga ibang mga national, mga ibang national, ibang diplomats, they sometimes ask us, why do you do that? Siyempre, constituents diba? natin yung... Right. But, you know, tayo lang talagang yeah. gumagawa ng ganun. And we have the budget to do that. Now, okay. with, 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 with this, so you've been to Thailand, you've mm-hmm. been to Toronto, you've been, now you're here in the States. Yeah, I've been to New York. You've been to New York. And, uh, my immediate last posting was uh, Jeddah. Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Yeah, mm-hmm. So you've been around, you've seen different cultures. Yeah, different cultures. Mm-hmm. What what makes us stand out as a people? Tayo mga Pilipino, you said compassionate tayo, but yeah, what we're else? We are very compassionate. We are so uh, friendly. Uh, we are so giving. Uh, we do not hesitate to help a fellow Filipino or even another national who is in distress. Mababait, mabait ang Pilipino eh. Kaya naman, Uh, especially in Saudi Arabia, in the Middle East for that matter, talagang hinahabol ang serbisyo ng ating mga kababayan. Kasi merong tinatawag na TLC, Tender Loving Care. Okay. Yeah? Especially if this is a nurse, Filipino nurse, talagang tayong hinahanap eh. Because ibang quality ng service na binibigay ng Filipino. Meron tayong empathy eh, no? May empathy. Yeah? Pag ibang nationality, okay din sila. They're very professional. They're very knowledgeable about what they're doing. Pero may parang may kulang eh. Yeah. What you said, empathy. Uh, we're so good at that. We're so kind as a people. We're so loving. We're so uh, gentle. We're so generous. Not e- even to non-Filipinos. Yeah. Yung, yung bang good traits natin, 
are they the same traits that get us into trouble? Sometimes. Sometimes people tend to abuse it. And then, so I've, I, I, I know, yeah. I probably know that you've seen a lot of abuse. Right. Dahil namin mo na natulungan ng mga, yeah, 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 yeah. ng mga Filipino overseas. So, sobrang bait natin sometimes, we forget, we, we sometimes, um, ano na eh, um, forget or fail to recognize that other people are already taking advantage of our kindness. So, sobrang bait natin sometimes. Yeah. I think that's one weakness. I know. Yeah. Ito kong jam. Hmm. Ang Pilipino sa Pilipinas, minsan walang t-shirt, nakachinelas lang, nakashort sa lalakad sa bangketa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Walang trabaho, walang kahit na ano. Correct. But that same Filipino, pag dinala sa abroad, mm-hmm. like to thrive. True. Why? True. Ayun nga eh. um, I've been to so many countries and I can tell you that a Filipino any Filipino from any strata, if you place him in any place of the world, he will thrive. He will survive. Kahit sa Mars he will survive. Diba? Magaling, survivor ang Filipino. Why can't we do it in our <laughs> right? own country? And they tend to succeed. Yes. And they tend to be better off than other nationalities. Yes. Magagaling eh, magagaling. Talented talaga. Uh, we have the ability to find ways to be able to survive and do even better than other nationalities on who are in the same situation or circumstances. Meron tayong ganung ano, talento eh. Galing. Magaling ang Pinoy. In your opinion, mm-hmm. and again, opinion nyo, mm-hmm. ha? So, Maabilidad. 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 Yeah, yeah. Maabilidad. Hindi kaya kaya hindi, hindi kaya kaya hindi effective sa Pilipinas dahil pag katrabaho mo maabilidad din. Nagka-cancel out kayo. Shortcut or sinishortcut yung ibang mga trabaho. Parang di ba? Kasi, um, bakit sa Pilipinas, yung mm-hmm. the same Filipino, iba yung outcome niya sa Pag sarili. Pag nasa abroad. Oo. Uh, I think meron yung isang, isang ano yan, theory dyan eh. And it has to do with the um, implementation. Mm and obedience to rules and regulations. Classic example sa ating konsulado dito. Okay. When I arrived here in 2020... And we're talking about the Los Angeles... Philippine uh, Consulate. For Philippine Consulate in Los yeah. Angeles, yeah. When I arrived here, or at least a few months before I arrived, wala silang appointment system. Yes. So, and I think that's what Filipinos wanted. They want a system where there's no system. Where you just go to the consulate and, you know, <laughs> hope that you'll be served. Diba? So we changed it. Now we have an appointment system so that when you go to the consulate, you'll, it is, you will be certainly served because you're, you're sure that you were given this time and day that you will go to the consulate so you can avail yourself of yes. the service that you need. Respect sa oras din yeah. So, as opposed to a system where, there, where there's no system at all. You just walk in para DMV. Oh, di ba? And then, napansin ko rin yan, may mga ibang kababayan, I'm not generalizing, may mga ibang kababayan natin, they, they don't want to follow the rules that we try to implement. Right. And yet, when they go out to the consulate and go to DMV, for example, or to other US government offices, I they think. follow the rules. They follow the rules. 
'di ba? But when they're inside the consulate, their own Philippine consulate, they don't want to follow certain rules. Naghahanap ng kakilala. Oh. This episode is brought to you by Leo Bato and Associates. Ang realtor na pato. Well, sabi natin, pero ba medyo i- gumamit naman tayo ng mas respectable na clothing? Hindi yes. naman yung naka-chinelas ka, naka, naka-short pa, naka, naka, ano ba yan? Nakasando. Nakasando. Eh, konsulado ho ito. Mm. Some don't like that. They resent it. They get mad. They get angry. They become angry at us. Or we tell them, meron tayong appointment system. Nagagalit sila. Di ba? Ang sinasabi natin, you know, we have to have a system. Yeah. Para magawa natin ang trabaho natin. And I think that's one reason why, one factor why, uh, which is dragging down, you know, the progress progress in the country. Kasi, I think marami sa ating mga kababayan ay talagang sumunod sa mga patakaran eh. Ang weird, no? Uh-huh. Pero pag pumunta sa pag Subic, pumunta sa Subic, sinusunod <laughs> yung traffic regulations yun, di ba? They stop and go, di ba? Will stop before you you go. Right? Diba? If they go to the US, they follow the rules and regulations, di ba? And yet, when they go to their own Philippine consulate, they, you know, they try to make palusot para mauna sila o matapos yung kailang hinihing servisyo. Huwag sanang ganon, di ba? I think that's one reason. Pero speaking of schedule, mm. so, para sa akin, mm. it's nice that we have a schedule. Unfortunately, that schedule's always full. Okay, ganito yun, Paco. Ano? Uh, starting in October, I think, of yeah. last year, we uh, were already releasing appointments on a weekly basis. Ah, hindi na monthly. Hindi, hindi na every two months. Yeah. Uh, and we release passport appointment slots uh, every week. And each week we release 750 slots. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, that's right. Diba? Yeah. And for dual citizenship, we release 250 slots per week. And for legalization of documents, 250 slots per week also. Um, so I don't think I don't see any reason why you cannot find ano, a schedule. A schedule. We release the slots every Monday at 5 p.m. So mga kababayan nating nanonood, eto ho tandaan niyo na ito. Yes. If you want to Uh, get an appointment for your passport application or dual citizenship or legalization, you open our website on Monday at 5 p.m. Doon natin nire-release yung mga slots. slots. Because if you open on a Tuesday or Wednesday, Papuno there's na. puno na yun. Ngayon, ang, uh, maybe ang question is, bakit napupuno ka agad? You've got to understand that there are about 1.3 million Filipino-Americans in your jurisdiction. jurisdiction. Yes. Yeah. And this is what? Not just California, right? This is Southern California. Okay. This is Nevada. Southern uh-huh. Nevada, which includes uh, Los Angeles. Uh, I mean, Las Vegas. Las Vegas. And the whole state of Arizona. Oh, wow. So, lahat ho yan. 1.3 million Filipinos. Um, and uh, ang isa pang ano natin dyan, um, kalaban natin, if I may say, say that way, kalaban natin is, these Filipinos would like to avail themselves of our services would like to get that service today. Now. The same or way. yesterday. You, not you, tomorrow or next day. Walk now. in. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a walk-in, right? But I'm telling I'm asking you, if you go to the U.S. Embassy today no. and apply for a visa, they'll give you an appointment in 2023. I agree. Do you hear them complaining against the U.S. Embassy? No. They will follow. As a, as a matter of fact, to your mm. point, last year, may tour ang intro voice, mm-hmm. Kong Jen. Mm. Yung basis namin, si Jobert, oh. nasa Pilipinas. Oh. So sabi namin, nakakuha ka ba ng appointment? Oh, September. 
Tsaka ko, tama-tama October yung tugtog natin. Uh-huh. And then tawag siya ulit, bro, hindi ako makakasama. Sabi ko, bakit? September pa naman yung. Uh-huh. Na pala September 2022. <laughs> Wala sa amin na galit. Yun na nga, di ba? Yeah. Wala kang, they cannot do, they, they cannot do anything about it. They yes. follow, di ba? They comply. Di ba? Without any complaint. Pero pagdating sa atin, sabi namin, oh, pero kumakan ng appointment, uh, wala ko makunako, susulat ako sa ating presidente. Susumbo ko dito sa radio commentator right. na ito, ganyan, di ba? Now, um, not to burden you, mm. but if let's say you and I were going to go on a trip. Mm. And I carry, let's say I carry a US passport. If mm. I go to the to the Department of State mm. and I I show them my itinerary, mm. they're going to issue me a passport same day or following day. No, because passports here, when you apply for a passport, you can apply at the post office. Yes. Yeah, diba? Pero let's say, pag normally sasabihin ng post mm. office, go mm. to the DFA dial, mm. ano yun eh? Urgent. Urgent. Mm. Do we have something like that, like expedites? Um, yung expedite, you know, we cannot do that. Because okay. passports are being processed in the Philippines. There you go. Worldwide. Akala kasi siguro ng makababayan natin, when, when somebody applies for a passport at the consulate, We just tell somebody at the back office, okay, gawin mo na yung passport. Yan. Print mo na yan. No. Production of Philippine passports is being done worldwide in our plant in Bataan. Doon lahat ginagawa yan. So, yan pinaprocess, dyan ina-assemble, babalik sa DFA sa Asiana, then Asiana will send it to all the consulates and embassies worldwide via diplomatic pouch. And that's, that's a process. It is a process. And most governments follow the same process. Yes. You ask the other Asian consulates here. Ganun din ang proseso nila. Their passports are also being processed in their capitals at ibabalik dito afterwards para ibigay doon sa aplikante. Kapag urgent yung travel ng isa nating kababayan, what we can do is probably give you a travel document. Right. Just to travel. But that's a one-way yes. travel document. And then when you get your destination, yeah, travel the, document. Right, 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 right. No, you get your passport to come back here. Okay. Right, right. Okay. But just so you can travel, make the travel document kana lang muna. Right. Right. Mm. Tapos, tapos kong Jen, mm. yung mga burden yung pa sa sa uh, ano natin consulate natin mm. dito. Mm. Yung mga let's say ayan na yung mga legal legal docs. Oh, legalization. Legalization oh. mga ganon. Mm. That one schedule din dapat yon. By appointment din yun. So in dapat. other words, wala nang walk-in. We now allow walk-ins actually uh, for seniors. Ah. For visibly pregnant women and for physically challenged applicants. Yes. Those are allowed. Every day, may mga walk-ins kami actually. Pero hindi natin pwedeng unlimited number din yung yes. walk-in. Why? Because we have to remember that we are just renting an office space on Wheelchair Boulevard. Meron tayong maximum occupancy na tinatawag. Ang maximum occupancy natin actually is only 70 oh my God. at any given time. In excess of that, tatawagin ng ating atensyon ng building management at pakapuntahin din tayo, puntahan din tayo ng fire marshal. Yeah. And that has happened already to us. Na nag-exceed ang ating uh, capacity. So that's one other reason why we cannot accept as many applicants as we want to in any given day. Right. The limited ang ating space sa ating opisina. Now maybe the question is, so why don't you move to a bigger space? Why not? Yeah. And why don't you hire more people so that you can process more documents in any given day. That's a very simplistic uh, question and it ignores other facts that to move to a bigger office, you need budget. 
what where does this budget come from from the philippine government yes and you know how budgets the budgetary process works in the philippines who approves the budget it's who congress does? okay okay so we we have to go to congress every year to ask for more budget every year yan may budget ano tayo may budget cycle yan may budget cycle yan eh So DFA proposes budget goes to the, the Congress to defend the budget. Bakit kailangan natin ganyang kalaking budget? And you have to understand it's we're not the only consulate in the world. There are about more than 90. So in other words, you have to fight for your own ano exactly. territory, um, 'di ba? Mm, yeah, yeah. So kailangan gusto man nating lumipat sa malaking uh, space. Yes. Hindi natin magagawa dahil walang budget eh. Tayong nakukuha pa sa ating uh, gobyerno. Right, 'di ba? Uh, hindi ganun kadali. Na, o oh, sige, lipat na tayo kasi nagreklamang grupo na yan. Nahihirapan daw sila. Okay, let's move to a bigger office next week. <laughs> It's not so, like that. So magandang solution din pala talaga yung system, yung scheduling system na yun. It is. It is. Because number one, it addresses the question of space limitations. Right. Number two, especially at the height of the COVID-19 pandemic, hindi talaga pwedeng malaking uh, bilang ng mga tao at the consulate. You This know? was your idea? This no, no. Scheduling? They started actually months before I arrived. Right. But we we firmed it up when I arrived. At uh, and in fact, when I arrived, we increased the number of appointment slots for passport, dual citizenship, and legalization of documents. Also, speaking of passport, mm. so Philippines, when you were starting out, I just mm. read it somewhere that you helped or what co-authored the yeah the Philippine passport guide guidebook. Yeah, the yeah, guidebook. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So I was starting in DFA and. Um, You know, many of the questions in the mind, at the back of the mind of applicants, are basic questions like, "What do I need to apply right. for a passport? Where is the DFA located? Where do I go? You know, things like that. Or if I get uh, mar- if I get married, do I need to adopt the surname of my husband? husband? You know, things like that. Do we do? Do we need to? The wife has the option. Has option. a choice. Option. Yeah. Okay. She may or may not opt to adopt the surname of yes, the, the husband. husband. Yeah. yeah. Um, In fact, my advice to couples who come to the consulate to get married is, I tell the wife, you have to be careful. You think again a million times. Do you really want to adopt the surname of your I husband? Know. Because if and when, wag na mangsan mangyari, magkayo magkahiwalay. It's so hard. To, re- to reverse it, to reverse diba? to your maiden name. Yeah. You get an annulment, which is a very lengthy and expensive process, or the husband dies. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Oh my God. Diba? Mahirap, oh, mahirap. Kaya mag-isip kang mabuti. Do you miss the Philippines? Of course. Are you able to go home anytime you want to? No, no, no. no. Kasi uh, we have to be at post at our station during the whole time that we are here. Maybe we can take a vacation at least once a year. Once Or a year? Or twice a year at the most. Kung and papayagan then, tayo ng DFA. And then how many days pa? Uh, 20 days at most. Okay. Mm-hmm. 20 days, yun lang, maximum. Bitin yun, Bitin yun, bitin yun. <laughs> Kaya nga, mahirap ang trabaho ng diplomat. Yeah. You, you know why? We're like soldiers. We get assigned to different countries. We get stationed in one country, uh, from one country to another every six years. Right. And we get to see our capital only for two years. And then after two years, we get assigned to another country again. Walang permanence talaga until you retire from the service. So it's very difficult, especially if you have a family, because you get moved from one country to another. If you have children, they get uprooted from one country to another. Yes. Yeah. So it's very difficult. So kailangan pala talaga, it has to be a family decision pag mga It ganun, has to eh, be no? a family decision. Kaya yung, yung buhay ng isang diplomat, it is 
best to join the foreign service when you're single? Is it uh, is it lonely? No, not really. Because you get to interact with a lot of people. You get to serve your fellow Filipinos overseas. Yes. Uh, you met you you get to meet different characters. <laughs> uh, you meet the foreign government officials, your contemporary your your counterparts from the host government for example. Right. And you get to participate in policy making. Uh, ako gusto ko yung ganitong trabaho. Unlike if for people I have nothing against the UN. Okay? Or people working in multilateral agencies. Yes. But what they do is mostly to pe- pu- a pencil pushing, diba? And debate and argue over words and phrases and sentences. And and, right, yeah, right. yeah. But what we do at the consulate, you know, could affect lives. Ab- absolutely. Decisions that we make could affect lives. You see the effect really of the decision. You make a wrong move, it could spell disaster for your fellow Filipino. Yes. You make the right decision, it could mean good life for him or that fellow Filipino. You know, kaya malaking difference eh. And that's what we're enjoying also here at the Philippine Consulate. Kasi nakikita natin ang epekto eh. Yung ating pagtulong konkretong nakikita mo eh. Right. Yeah. Ito, ito, Kongjanan. Mm-hmm. Historic Filipino town. Sure. Di ba nagkaroon tayo ng yeah. magandang Arco? Yeah. Di ba? Uh, uh, Arcway. Mm. What, what was the vibe sa Philippine Consulate mm-hmm. sa, sa downtown LA nung nagkaroon tayo ng ganun? Maganda. It's a feeling of uh, affirmation that we have arrived as a community. It's a recognition of our community, especially during this time when you're seeing a lot of uh, incidents of hate crimes. Right. Um, it's a recognition of who we are, of our presence. Right. Uh, not just in this part of, Cali- of, of, uh, of uh, California, but in the United States. We are announcing that, hey, here is the Filipino-American community that we need to be respected, that we have arrived we have uh, made a great mark in this country. You know, yung mga gumagawa ng mga hate crimes na yan, I keep telling to our fellow Filipinos, the people who are doing this are forgetting the fact that America was built by immigrants. the shoulders oh. of immigrants. Amen. At karamihan dyan, maraming mga immigrant Filipino. Yeah. At the height of the COVID-19 pandemic, who were in the forefront of the fight against the COVID-19 pandemic? Well, Filipino nurses. nurses, including yeah. your wife. My nurse. wife, yes. Diba? So, we are not living off the system. We're actually helping the system be- become even stronger and better. That's true. Diba? So, and we are just so proud of, of the fact that Filipinos are among the better of uh, migrant communities in this country. Diba? If America is great, it's because of the immigrant communities, which includes a lot of Filipinos. Right. Yeah. And I think some people are also forgetting the fact that we were present in California way back in the 1500s. Diba? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even before the yes. pilgrims arrived. Yes. Because Chinese. Well, exactly, oh, diba? yeah. Yeah. Matagal na tayo dito. Eh. Mm, that's true. Diba? Eh, Kongjian, ito ha. Mm. Ngayon, ang Jollibee, mm. shout out sa Jollibee, binali, binali na nila ang uh, Coffee Bean. Yes. Oh, right? Yeah. We're, we're actually moving ahead. Tapos may Arcway na tayo. Yeah. What will the, what are the, what are the plans? Kung meron man ang Philippine Consulate under your leadership, mm-hmm. anong plano nyo sa commerce, sa small businesses dito sa sa Southern California? Okay. Bago uh, nyo sagutin yan, mm-hmm commercial break muna tayo we'll sure. be back okay 
Nice discussion. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Jay, pakibigay kay ano, kay Jaja yung susi na to. Tapos, oh my God, nakakatoy yung Arkway. Nakakatoy oh yeah, yeah. Yan. malaking ano yan. Uh, malaking uh, achievement yan. Ano? At uh, we are very thankful to the city council of course for allowing it to pero, be constructed. Pero for who paid for it? No, I think it's the city council. City council. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, may budget talaga. Yeah. Yeah. Galing, no? We're just so thankful. Na well, unang-una pumayag silang magtayo-tayo doon. 'Di ba nang Aquay? Yeah. Filipino American ano, 'di ba? Sa old Filipino oh, town. Filipino town, 'di ba? How are How how are you Kongjen? You're good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You're enjoying this? Yeah, okay. yeah it's fun. It's fun. Ganda yung mga tanong mo eh. Okay, thank you. Okay. Di mo walang script tayo eh. Ganda, maganda. Kaya tatanungin ko na dapat nung sinabi, yeah, kailangan single ka nung, alam ko hindi tayo dadaan na sa sabihin ko sa amin. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. Gusto ko malaman yun eh. Sure. Yeah, the OFW life. Parang hindi lang Saudi lang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Right, right, right. Kaya yung jurisdiction yun eh, di ba? Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. US majority 250,000 seafarers. Oh yeah? True. Yeah. Pero kukunti yung dumadaan sa amin. Oh yeah? Ng mga seafarers eh. Although of course San Diego is... Pero kung yun, natural na natural ah. Ha? Oh, nakadi kwatro kaming dalawa, di ba? Steady lang eh. Ready, Jay? And the podcast will resume in five, four, three, two, one. And we're back. Okay, Kongjen, ito na. Yeah. So before the break, pinag-usapan natin yung, yung mga businesses oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Na, na Filipino owned oh. are thriving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, we Arkway, may, mm-hmm. may sign na tayo doon. Mm-hmm, Kumbaga, nagkakaroon na tayo ng affirmation. Mm-hmm. What are the plans naman of the consulate to reinforce these small businesses and okay. big multinationals. So in fact, uh, nasimulan na natin. In fact, uh, for 2022, that's one of our uh, focus areas, you know, to help promote Filipino-American businesses. In right. fact, Ooh, nice. we just had a program uh, in tandem with the two biggest Filipino-American-owned uh, supermarkets here, Island Pacific, Pacific and Seafood City. Okay. Nagkaroon tayo ng Lutong Pinoy uh, Food Delish, which is promoting Filipino cuisine. Because you have to remember, April was Filipino Food Month. So we partnered with Island Pacific and Seafood City and we invited Chef Donita. Yes. And what's the other one? Uh, for um, seafood, uh, Island, Island Pacific. Pacific. So, si Icy Donita yata for Island Pacific. Eh. Sino yeah, sa Seafood City. Si Chef, Chef, Daisy, yeah, uh-huh. I forget her name. Yeah, but that's promoting really Filipino cuisine. And uh, in this this week, I'll be going to Phoenix, Arizona, to also have a business mixer uh, with uh, Phil um, and Philip American Chambers of Commerce in Arizona. We'll be promoting the Filipino IT industry. Uh, we would like to attract more for American investors to. Consider the Philippines as a destination for their for back office, oh, yeah, BDO, back, back office no? operations. Yeah. Dito naman, uh, well, of course, we've been promo- helping uh, highlight the presence of Philippine businesses. In fact, uh, whenever I go out of uh, LA, 
I visit Filipino American restaurants, Filipino American businesses, just to talk to them, how they're doing, and also asking them how the Philippine consulate can help them. If there's anything we can do to help them. That's also promoting their visibility. Um, and then... Uh, how about ano, mm, Kongjen? Mm. Nasa website ba ng Philippine consulate ang mga, mga help wanted, mga jobs, mga classified no, we, ads? No, we cannot do that. You can't do uh, that? We cannot do that. Uh, what we do is we have a quarterly webinar okay. series. This episode is brought to you by ABBA eServices. And we are doing financial literacy seminar. Uh, we are inviting guest speakers. In fact, tomorrow, we are having another speaker who will be talking about investing naman your money in the U.S. Yeah. Because for the most part, ang ginagawa natin topic is, if you're earning here, paano mag-invest sa Pilipinas? Marami right. mga investment opportunities sa Pilipinas. But what about if you don't want to invest, in the, but you want to invest here in the U.S.? Yun naman ang topic tomorrow. We have invited somebody who is a financial expert who will be talking about that. If you have uh, disposable income here in the U.S. and you'd like to your money to grow, what are good investment instruments here in the U.S.? Yun naman ang topic natin bukas. That's at 5 o'clock. Ang ganda. Yeah. Web, webinar. webinar. So we do that yun. quarterly. Yeah. yeah. Ibig sabihin, maraming pwede mag-attend doon dahil oh, webinar, yeah. webinar yun. Eh. In fact, uh, other topics that we'd like to discuss is uh, one about philanthropy philosophy. Oy. It's a good topic. Oh, kasi, like we're very, very giving yeah, people. We're very giving people, but is there a proper way of giving really to people in need or to institutions in need? Is there a proper way? Like That's what uh, we're going to discuss. But be, without mm. preempting your discussion, mm. are you the type of person who will give money or who mm. will give time? I can do both, I think. Yeah, depending on the need and the urgency of the need. And that is why we would like to invite the speaker uh, maybe a few months from today to talk about philanthropy literacy. Because there's, I think, a proper way of doing or, or engaging in philanthropy. Yes. You don't just give left and, left and right. Yes. Yeah. There's a proper way of doing it to make sure that what you give goes to the right entities or individuals or beneficiaries, whether here or in the Philippines. It's like teaching accountability also, Correct. especially yeah. for the recipient. Oh, yeah, especially. Uh, and also for those who are collecting money from here. Yeah. Right? To make sure that, you know, if they collect money from here from so many people who are willing to help, these really are going to be used for the intended beneficiaries in the Philippines. Right. Ang ano ba, ang Philippine consulate, mm. does it play a referee to disputes between two Filipino entities? In fact, we are just discouraged from doing that. Okay. Uh, it's in our regulations. But if really um, parties come to us and seek our help to mediate between right. two parties, we do. Um, but as much as possible, we don't do that. We tell them to, you know, there are some administrative and legal remedies here. And you can do that. Yeah? Kasi mahirap madrag ang ating konsulado sa mga away. Tsaka again, staff, di ba? Staff natin dito. You've got to understand, the, um, per our record, there are more than 750 Filipino-American organizations. And it keeps growing. How do you divide your time among these? Like, ngayon, you're here in my mm -hmm. podcast. Kaya very, very grateful coming lahat yeah, dito yeah. here. So, what I do is to delegate some of the invitations to my vice consuls and consuls. Some, we just say we cannot go, sorry. Because there are only, there's only a few of us. And we cannot, you know, just be accepting all invitations that come our way. 
it's just simply impossible to do that so we can be very selective also uh, but mga kababayan natin rest assured marami tayong pinagbibigyan yes wala tayong pinipili wala tayong pinipili wala wala, wala tayong kinikilingan okay Hindi, wala pero tayong to- favoritism pero totoo yun because hmm. like uh, you know uh, sidebar when 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 leo was helping facilitate you hmm. being here hmm. sabi niya sabi ni Leo, anong schedule ng Paco's place? Mm. Sabi ko, why? Kasi mukhang pwede si Kong Jen, pero mm. kailangan natin malaman kung kailan. Mm. And di ba ang sinabi natin, Jay, kahit kailan. Mm. So we had to talk to all our guests right, right. na guys ha, si Kong Jen Ed said yes. We're just looking for a date. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it could hit one of your schedule. Right, right. And they were all Mm. willing to ano to mm. play that Russian roulette game oh. to when you were going to say yes right right so ayan shout out sa mga guests natin for accommodating <laughs> thank you ah oh, maraming yeah. salamat yeah because because you being here really mm. elevates the everybody's story kasi lahat na dito is like that may story mm. well nakwento naman ni Leo ang ginagawa mo dito and I've also been seeing some of your podcasts and I see that your medium is a good way of also talking to our community. Yes. Yeah, because you're conveying information that are actually fra- practical and useful to many of our kababayan here in the U.S. Right. Yeah, I said to Leo, sige, kawin natin yun. Nakakatulong eh. Thank you, thank yeah, you, thank you. Nakakatulong yan. So, Kong Jen, speaking mm. of tulong, mm. ayan na, di ba? I'm in the music industry. Mm. And sasakali naman ako ng mga constituents ko if I don't ask this. Sure. May mga... May mga local events like si Mick Diaz. Kaya mm, ako, kilala ko si Mick. Yeah, natuwa okay. ako when you said, the producers. <laughs> when I said, Kong Jen, kilala mo si Mick. Because sila yung mga local producers yeah. who are producing shows for local Filipino artists. Correct, correct. Tayo sanay tayo sa malalaking pangalan. Sanay tayo sa mga River Maya, Eraserheads, oh, Intro Voice. Mm. Pero may banda dyan who is equally as good or better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can the Philippine consulate uh, contribute to the arts na, um, na, na US grown? Well, I think uh, the support, the mere presence of the consulate in those concerts, for example, is one way of really encouraging them to even become even bigger in the US. Supporting them to become yeah. even bigger in the US. Uh, I admire what Mick is doing. I admire her because she's really encouraging small up-and-coming stars to uh, up-and-coming artists yeah. to really make it big in the uh, entertainment industry. And it's not easy, though. It's we not easy. About yeah, it yeah. Yeah. Ito, yeah. Eh. Kaya, whenever we can, pupuntahan natin ng ganyang mga. That's, that's showing our support. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, if the consulate believes in this artist, in this producer, then why should not the Filipino community also believe in that artist or producer? Is, is the consulate able to, let's say, let's say, um, wag na lang kami a new artist mm. and hawak mo ang Vegas at mm. saka ang Arizona mm. would it be possible na pag may Independence Day event sa mm. sa Arizona Las Vegas Southern California would the consulate be able to suggest na itong artist from California magperform ah, sa that one we cannot do that cannot kasi do that. baka ma ano natin ng ano parang bias or right. ano uh, favoritism Posting uh, events on the calendar of the uh, Philippine consulate. Uh, community calendar yes. sa ating website that uh, you know we can post Concerts. all announcements by yeah. uh, film organizations or producers. But for some reason that that page now doesn't is not working. 
So we're trying to fix it. So we have to do it for everybody, yeah. not for anyone in particular. Yes. Uh, and then um, yung mga, mga events naman being organized by Filipinos to which artists they would like to invite, it is up to them also. Um, we cannot tell them to, of course we can make recommendations probably, but not openly. Maybe we talk to the uh, president or the chairman of that organization. Why don't you consider getting this artist? Yeah, yung tipong elbow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But he doesn't follow that just because he was endorsed by the Philippine consulate. That will have to be followed. Hindi ganon. Grave, no? Like before the start of the, well, during the start of the podcast, sabi mo, there are things that we cannot do. Ang dami pala talagang things that, that ano, no? That you you would rather not dip your hand into. Exactly, oh. It's uh, opening a can of worms exactly, pala. Yeah, yeah. Um, yun ang isang ano natin dito, challenge natin. Uh, a lot of our fellow Filipinos here think that we are superhuman. That we can work miracles. We can do wonders. We can do anything that they would like us to do for them. Hindi ho ganon. May mga limitations tayo. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Eh, Kong Jen, mm. pinag-usapan natin kanina yung mga OFW. Mm. You were in Jeddah. Yes. So, ikaw naman, I know you have diplomatic immunity. Correct, yeah. But do you, how, do you, how do you adapt yourself to the culture and to the rules and regulations of the places that you, you, you get right, posted right. in? Yeah. Especially sa Saudi Arabia. Yeah, you just have to be really respectful of the culture, of the country where you're in, especially in Saudi Arabia. It's a very conservative yan, diba? Uh, and that's what we tell our fellow Filipinos. You know, we are in a in a country with a culture that's so different from ours. Right. So the least that you can do is to respect the culture. There are certain things that you cannot do. Don't don't do it. Um kung ayong malagay sa alanganin, wag mong gawin. Wag kang wag kang bumili ng alak. Wag kang minum ng alak. Wag kang bumili. Wag kang magtimpla ng sadik. Yeah, di ba? Yan ang uso doon eh. Exactly, oh, di ba? In fact, maraming mga kababayan natin nakakulong because of their own doing. Nawala naman dapat problema, but, but, but they do it anyway. So, sila, so nalalagay sila sa alanganin. Right. Uh, in fact, Jeddah as a post, it's a good post to be in. Uh, if you want to live a, a life where you will begin to forget alcohol, you go to Saudi Arabia. Wala talaga alcohol doon. That's where I forget to drink beer. Nakalimutan ko kasi wala beer doon eh. Six years? Six were there for six no, years? No, three years. Three years. Maganda doon ma-assign actually eh. Clean living. Clean living. Uh, but, um, really, uh, kung galing kang Pilipinas, maghahanap ka kasi ng ano, kasiyahan. Alam mo naman ang yes. kultura natin, di ba? Yes. And then when you find yourself in Saudi Arabia, medyo malulungkot ka dahil wala kang makitang ganun. So that's where t- temptation comes in. Right. So don't magmamata talaga yung self-control. Right? Yeah. The art of saying no. Mm. A while ago you mentioned na you can't, you can't divide yourself into different pieces mm-hmm. and there are events that you will have your vice consul go. Correct, yeah, yeah. There are times you will have to really say no. Yeah. Do you find it easy to say no? Well, it is easy to say no if you're just being honest. Can you explain that further? Because honesty really goes a long, long way. Right, right, right. I mean, uh, if really cannot go to a to a certain event because of other official engagements, it's not very difficult for me to say no to the organizer because it's really it's true. 
that I cannot because of an official engagement. And I'm just, well, I'm hope, I think that they understand naman pag sinasabi ko yun. Iba pag nagsasabi ka ng hindi totoo eh. Oh. Diba? Yes. So, saying no to me is easy if I, I'm saying it because really I cannot go because of certain difficulties that I really cannot avoid. Yeah? Now, yun na. You're wearing the suit. Mm-hmm. We're doing this. Mm-hmm. Paano pag natanggal na yung suit? And sino, sino si... Ed Badajoz is somebody who loves to sing. Kong Jen Ed, my kind of guy. <laughs> who loves to read books. Who uh, just wants peace and quiet at home on weekends. You know, eh. Very conservative actually. Buhay ko, eh. Hindi ako masyadong mahilig sa mga bars. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ayoko maingay eh, actually. Is yeah. is 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 your mom still around? No, she passed away in 2017. I'm sorry to hear that. Which is very sad because actually when I uh, that's when I came back from when I went back to Manila after my posting in New York. Uh that's in 2017. My plane just landed at Naia. July 17. And then my brother, who was there to pick me up, just told me, Oh, Sai, wala, hindi mo nalabotan mother natin na matay na. Kailan? Kaying umaga lang. Ganun. So, yun ang mga downside din ng trabaho mo sa diplomate. You're away from your loved ones. You, get, you don't get to see them for extended periods of time. You know, but what's good about today is that we have technology. Yes. Yeah, you have uh, internet, you have the telephone, you have messenger. You have Skype. It's so easy to communicate with people nowadays. Diba? Hindi ako makag-move on dun sa scenario na yun. How did you feel? Crushed. Kasi hindi ko nakita for... Three years. Three years, eh. Because I was in New York, eh. And then, ganun na lang. Diba? And, and, uh, and you're the youngest pa. I'm the youngest, diba? So, naalala ko bigla yung buhay ng ating mga... ng aking mga kapatid. Yeah were among the first to be deployed in Saudi Arabia. Yes. In the 70s. Walang mga ganito nun. Yes. Walang messenger nun. Walang yeah. tele- You know, they had to... When they leave, wala figures na. crossed right, there. Right, right. Yeah. Susulat ka lang. Ang us nun, yung cassette tape. Eh, yeah. Na naka-record yung voice Watch nun. Di ba? Uh-huh. <laughs> voice tape, di ba? Ginawa ng tito ko rin yun. Eh. Right, right. Pero, kaya tayo, we're just so lucky today na meron na tayong mga ganito mga gadgets, technology, because it's so easy to communicate. You, you know, with loved ones. That's true. You and your siblings, are you are you all close? Oh, yes. Yes. We're so close. Because we were orphaned early by our father. So, so now now that it's just the six, the six of you are still intact, right? Uh, one uh, died in Passed 2019. Away, uh, yeah, yeah. Grabe, no? Yeah. At that, we're, we are at that stage where right, in, right. as close as we want to be, we're, we're close yet we're far. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your life journey. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kong Jen and yeah, yeah. sorry, pati ako na ano kas ako rin, right, maaga rin yeah, ako na ulilay. Yeah. Mm. Your life journey. What meaning did you find out mm. of all the years that you've done being out and then ang kapalit serving your country is yun nga, on the day of your arrival pa, dun pa nawala si, si, si nanay. Parang Oh nga, oh nga. I think, I think there's a reason for everything that happens in our lives. Eh. 
Kaya lagi kong binabalik-balikan yung Ecclesiastes. There's a reason for everything, you know. Um, whatever the experience is, there has to be a reason for it. Eh. And I'm always um, hopeful in, uh, that it's something for the better to make you become an even better person, you know. No matter what the experience is, yun ang belief ko. Eh. Were you close to your mom? Oh yes, yes. Kung may suffering man ngayon, it's not because somebody wants to make you suffer. Maybe somebody wants to make you become a better person. That's my belief. Eh. Yeah. Wow, I like that. Yeah. Wow, that applies for everybody, especially new immigrants. Oh yes, yes, yes. Kasi di ba new immigrants? Oh my God, they cry. But you've got to be hopeful and positive that at the end of the day, meron pa rin pag-asa yan eh. And nothing is impossible. It only takes a uh, longer time maybe to achieve your goals. Right? Are you a patient man? Oh yes, you're a patient. I don't get easily provoked. What what type of boss are you, the man? Very um, understanding. Very uh, yeah, understanding of my subordinates. Hindi ako naninigaw eh. I'm very diplomatic. I talk to them. And No pun intended, you know. You're very diplomatic. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm very diplomatic, and I make it a point that I make myself very, very clear what I want to, you know, the the outcome, the output I want to see, and I try to guide them. Uh, But you don't micromanage. I don't micromanage because I believe uh, that all my my staff at the consulate they're not here, but they're not competent and and uh, able and willing to do their, their job. That's why I don't need to micromanage them. I just give them the the uh, agenda for the week or the things that I want to do or the output that I want to see and then I leave them do their own work on their own. Kasi alam kaya nila yan eh. Yeah. But the, at the end of the day or the week, I ask them, ano nangyari? Ganon din si Miriam. I'm reminded of Miriam Santiago, my former boss in the Senate. That's what Miriam does too. She meets with us every Monday morning. Huddle. Yeah, Monday huddle. And then she gives her agenda for the week. Bahala na kayo, how you do it? Hindi ka pupuntan sa kwarto mo, tinatanong every minute, every second, o nagawa mo. Hindi ganun yan. But come Monday morning, <laughs> she will audit, ano, nagawa mo ba yan, ganyan. What if one of your employees come, uh, again, shout out nga pala sa staff ng Philippine Consulate. Magaling, magaling lahat sila yan. Walang nagkakama po excuses. Uh, maybe meron din. Uh, tao lang naman tayo, di ba? But I don't mind. Basta nagagawa yung output. Yes. Basta they deliver. And I'm just so happy that everybody delivers naman. I'm not, I've not been disappointed so far by my fellow workers at the Philippine Consulate. They do deliver. Yeah, magagaling lahat yan. Uh, you know what? I would agree with you on that mm. one because... The, the last time I was there, what was mm. I there? Anagrinyo ako na ano na Philippine passport. Very professional. Oh yeah. Very very professional. Mm. Kaya kilala nila ako sino ko and all that stuff. Walang 
Walang padri-padri, no? We just mm. went to the process professionally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were very nice and very kind. We have to do that. Yeah. Even pointed me, kusan, oh, dito magpapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapap
Hindi ganun. Wow. And yet we do it because it's a public service. Okay. One question about citizenship. Mm. Would you recommend American citizens to renew to, to become dual citizens? Yes. Yes. You have nothing to lose. Everything to gain. If you become a Filipino citizen again, dual citizen, we call them dual citizen, then you're restored into your full rights as a former Filipino citizen. And one of the most important rights there is to buy lands in the Philippines. Mm. And to stay in the Philippines for as long as you want. Because you're Filipino. Because you're Filipino, right? But for those who have disposable income, of course, the most important thing that they want to happen is for them to be able to purchase lands in the Philippines. And you cannot do that if you are not a Filipino citizen right. again. And if you're just still so invested in the political future of our country, then being a Filipino citizen also enables you and tells you to, to, vote. to vote during elections in the Philippines, just like in, what, in the election that we recently had. If you were a dual citizen, then you should have been able to vote in the last elections, right? And uh, voted for your uh, favorite yeah. candidate, right? Yeah. Walang mawawala eh. Walang per, mawawala. Pera. Taxes. No, because if you're not going to earn any income within Philippine territory, Oh, you will not be taxed, unlike here in, the, oh. in America. Ahabuling kani Uncle Hindi natin alam yun. Di ba? Dito iba yung tax treatment dito. Di ba? Wherever you go as an American yes. citizen, ahabuling yes. ka Uncle Sam. Eh. Yes. Di ba? But if you are dual citizen and you're not earning any income in the Philippines. Why should you be taxed by the Philippine government? So, si Arnel Pineda. Shout out, Arnel Pineda. <laughs> <laughs> Malalagay si Arnel sa alanganin. Kaibigan ko rin si Arnel. I know. <laughs> so, pag may alimbawa, okay, huwag na lang si Arnel. Peace tayo. I love you, Arnel. So, pag kumita si Arnel dito, I think i-declare niya yun sa kanyang income tax. I'm not a tax expert. I know, I know, uh, I know. Pero, okay, Uh, I alam ko na kung bakit because he lives in the Philippines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for someone like me who doesn't live in the Philippines, you will not be taxed. And, and, and like, but if you own properties in the Philippines, of, of course, course you yeah. have to pay a million. Yes, yeah, property yeah, tax. Yeah, yeah. If you sell your property in the Philippines, babayaran mo yung mga sales taxes, etc. Diba? Yes. Yeah. Ang galing yung palayo. Oh, walang mawawala. If you're just earning your income here, why would the Philippine government tax you? Wala ka namang kinikita sa Pilipinas. Eh. So wala eh. Di ba? Pero, Kongjen, mm. pag kumikita ka, let's say nagtutur ako at kumikita ako abroad mm. and then uuwi ako sa Pilipinas. That one you have to report. It's part of report your income. Report lang. Oo. ka rin doon. Like, okay. Like, um, like if you're a uh, boxer. Uh, box, yeah. You box in Las Vegas. You earn money. Kasama sa income mo na itatax ng BIR yan. So, uh, Manny, si Senator Manny, iba ang tingin sa kanya sa tingin kay Donaire. Because Nonito Donaire lives in Las Vegas. Mm. But I think si Donaire is not Filipino. I'm not sure if he's Filipino eh. May idea ka ba? Is si dual? I'm not sure too. Si... Uh, I wouldn't venture into that. Ikaw okay, ba okay. magkali ako? 
kakalab ko yung mga yan. Si, si Senator Manny actually helped contribute to building Paco's Place. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, maraming salamat, Senator. Yeah. Oh. So, and then we've had his uh, son, si Jimuel. Oh, yeah. Nakita ko yung podcast mo sa kanya. Yes. I was actually watching it, I think, today or the other day. Ang bite-bite na bata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, anyway, kong dyan, ito, mm-hmm. yan. Would you recommend to your mga kamag-anak to, to work for the DFA? Yes. And to be an ambassador? Oh, yes. Um, maganda ang trabaho eh of a Filipino diplomat. Uh, kahit pa paano, yung ating uh, pay grade tumaas na rin. Mm-hmm. And of course, the privilege of serving our fellow Filipinos overseas and representing your government before foreign countries, it's a different feeling. It's a different feeling. It's fulfilling. Right. It's fulfilling. Kaya I would encourage even my son Uh, I'm encouraging him to take the foreign service examination. Oh. And he, I think he's uh, interested to take it when there's again an exam to be given by DFA later this year. Wow. Yeah, so hopefully he will take it. Now, mm-hmm. what if one, one, one of these days you mm. get called um, to be ambassador? Mm. Do you get to pick and choose your, your post? No. We get to express our preference or preferences, but there's no guarantee that we'll get it. It's still all up to the Department of Foreign Affairs to tell Secretary. us what to go. The Secretary yeah. of Foreign Affairs and the President, of course, because it's President signs our yes. appointment. So again, we go back to my earlier statement that, uh, that the work of a, dip- a diplomat is no different from that of a soldier. soldier. Yeah, Because you get assigned to places Sometimes you don't like the place, but you have no choice but to obey. Yeah. Like when they told me, okay, you're going to Jeddah. I said, Jeddah, <laughs> Middle East. My God, there's a lot of problems in the Middle East. Why should I go there? Diba? But uh, you were talking to yourself in your head. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but, you know, if, as a diplomat, you cannot say no. I right. Mean, you just follow the orders from your boss, which is who is the Secretary of Foreign Affairs. And it's also part of your training as a foreign diplomat you know and i was thankful actually of being assigned to Jeddah because once you're assigned in Jeddah or any post in the middle east for that matter you can be assigned anywhere piece of cake na. yeah because you get trained there and the most difficult cases involving overseas filipinos you get to meet or encounter in the middle east Grabe, complaints. Marami complaints. Uh-huh. we eat we we have those for bre- breakfast lunch and dinner What's a typical day like, Kongjen? Like you wake up in the morning. What what time do you wake up in the morning? Here in uh, LA, um, five, six o'clock. And then what and do you then, do? And um, then a little exercise, then breakfast, then go to the office. I should be in the office by eight thirty or nine. Who gets mad if you're not in the office? No one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But eight or nine, you have to be there. I like to be there for some okay. reason. I don't. I. I. I I'm a early riser, and I hate to be absent from office, even if nobody minds in the office. Even right. if I'm the boss, I have to be in the office. I'm probably okay. in the office earlier than many of my staff. Right. Actually, and uh, a regular routine, a regular day in the office is, uh, of course, reviewing reports. As I said, we don't just process passports. Yun ang karamihang iniisip ng ating mga kababayan. Ang ginagawa lang naman ng konsulado, nagpapapasport yan eh. So they see me as a walking passport. That's not the case. 
We also do other things. We do political reporting. We do economic reporting. When you say political reporting, yung yung estado ng yeah things that are happening here yeah. uh, na, that may be of interest to our uh, uh, government. Right. Uh, economic reporting, uh, trade and investment opportunities for Filipino businesses. Uh, Is that a monthly report or a it, weekly report? No, it's a daily daily report. Wow. Uh, you know, Anytime you see something that's worth reporting, you report on it. Diba? Oh, so ito magiging brief ng presidente eventually? Kasama yan. Kasama uh-huh. yan. Papasok yan sa ating tinatawag na Office of American Affairs in DFA. Yes. And they feed that to the Secretary of Foreign Affairs. And yes. there's anything that needs to be reported to, to the president. president. Yon. Uh-huh. Kasama natin yan. So we do political economic reporting. We do cultural diplomacy. Mm. What does that mean? We promote Filipino culture. Okay. Uh, um, to to promote greater awareness of Filipino culture. Kaya nandiyan yung ating uh, Asian American, uh, Philippine Heritage Month in October, kasama tayo dyan. Uh, we do a lot of cultural shows uh, wherein we'll be featuring uh, gowns. Yeah, gowns, Filipino designs. Right. And then we do um, cultural diplomacy and we have the assistance to national section. That's where we provide assistance to Filipinos in distress. Uh, in terms of uh, percentages, siguro yung 80 and section na yan, kukonti lang. Siguro mga 3-5% dito lang sa yes. LA. But in, in the Middle East, sa Jeddah, that's maybe about 90% Dami, of what no? we do. Diba? Dito, it's mostly, it's mostly consular work. Yes. And uh, attending to Filipino community events. Kasi napakadami. So speaking of um, <laughs> Filipino community events, yeah. pag nag-Philippine Independence Day, mm. is that a headache for you? Because ang dami events that you have to go to. Uh, we have already devised a way you know, to um, try to meet all the requests for the Philippine consulate to be represented. So for example, uh, in June, I have already assigned uh, the, the different, uh, my other uh, co-officers to... Uh-huh. To represent the Philippine consulate in Phoenix, in uh, Las Vegas, in um, Anaheim, uh, in Carson. And dami, miseritos uh, pa. Miseritos. <laughs> so na divide divide na namin yan. Kompleto na. Okay, ayos na yan. Ayos na yan. Oh my God! And and you don't get paid extra for no, this. We don't get paid for that. Uh, we don't get paid. And then uh, so sabi ko, atong Las Vegas, mayroon akong pinapapunta. I'm not going, but. Sabi ko next year, which is going to be my last year in California, I have to make sure that I go right. to Las Vegas. Right. Kasi last uh, year ko na yan eh. Para naman hindi sila magtambo. Okay. Mm. Last year. So, lumalabas na parang three years Three na. years na. Oh. Because I was already three years in Jeddah. Oh, so Because that's your six duty, years. Six years, yeah. And then you're going back to the Philippines. Correct, yeah. Ano yan? Kumbaga obligatory. Obligation, yeah. Obligatory yan. That you have to go back for home service for at least two years. Desk job. Oh, yeah, desk job, yeah. Traffic. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. True, yeah, yeah. Where, where do you plan to retire? Well, I have several properties in the Philippines already. And uh, the U.S. definitely a place for me for retirement because I know how difficult life is here. Yes. You have to do everything. Oh, yeah. Own, right? You have to do your own laundry, yes. your own marketing, your own cleaning, <laughs> a lot, diba? So I plan to return to the Philippines, somewhere in the Philippines. Yeah. And pero, visit, you know, the US is just a place to visit for me. Pero not to, ano, not to retire soon, hindi pa. Hindi pa naman. Hindi pa naman. Yeah. What, what are your aspirations, Kong Jen? Mm-hmm. 
is ambassador part of your aspiration. It's the end goal of our career as for us diplomats. Hindi ka pwede mag, ano, mag uh, secretary of foreign affairs? Well, that's uh, really the the game there is much, much different. Mas competitive yan. At maraming factors na yun yes. pumapasok. Kaya alam right. naman sa atin lakaran, di ba? Yeah. Uh, but uh, for a career diplomat, at least we can look forward to becoming ambassador someday. Yeah. And again, you can't you can't determine where that exactly. You cannot uh, say now where I'm going to be. I'm going to be assigned as ambassador. It's all up to the secretary of foreign affairs. Whoever it is going to be appointed as the next secretary of foreign affairs. Yeah. In your in your tenure as as a consul general, mm. what did you find most meaningful mm-hmm. in your journey? What's the most meaningful? Um, the most meaningful aspect of the journey, mm. diba? Kasi, yeah, you're helping Filipinos, pero that's, ano eh, that's part of the job. Yeah, eh, part diba? of the job, territory, yan eh, diba? I mean, realizing finally that you like to serve people who are total strangers to you. Diba? <laughs> Mahirap yun, actually. Eh. Mahirap talaga. Mahirap yun na kaya mo palang gawin yon Kahit hindi mo kilala yan, gugustuhin mo na rin na gawin yan. You begin to like what you're doing. Eh. And, uh, you, in fact, you begin to crave for it. Eh. Diba? Na parang kulang na ang buhay mo ang araw mo pag di mo nagawa yun. Eh. Diba? True, it's part of the territory. But, it's different if Deep inside, you actually hate what you're doing, right? But it's different if in the course of doing what you've been doing for the last 10, 20 years, you actually like and love what you're doing. Parang masokista ka na rin, di ba? Kailangan mo tulog. Oh, dito ako. Oh, di ba? Parang nahanapin mo na eh, di ba? Sa mga ano, sa mga nanonood sa atin ngayon, um, who are or thinking of giving up and just going hanging hanging their jersey and going back to the Philippines because right, right. they've given up sa mga OFW yung mga bagong bayani natin na nanonood mm. all over the world wag don't give up what what's uh, what's your advice to them i could cite the case of my brothers who were among the first to be deployed in saudi arabia at that time life in saudi arabia was so difficult in the middle east for that matter walang mga internet Walang mga messenger, walang mga Skype, and yet they survive. And look at them now. They're enjoying their retirement years in the Philippines, in the province. Ganun ang sinasabi ko dito, what's good about America? I can see it. I've seen it. What's good about America is that if you really work hard mm-hmm. and give it, give your best shot, the American dream is still alive. Right? You can still make it big no matter your background in life, no matter where you came from. Uh, basta masipag ka lang. Huwag ka lang namimili. Diba? Kaya mo pa rin ano eh, buhayin at isabuhay yung tinatawag, yung tinatawag nilang American dream. Yeah. Kaya pa rin yan eh. I think America still is a very egalitarian society. There's still so much social mobility here that if people really work hard, they will succeed somehow. Uh, 
And so the trick is for you not to give up. Just keep on pursuing your dream and giving it your best shot. Uh, because I think this society will give you the chance to do it. Look at Obama. Who would imagine that he would become president of this country? Diba? Diba? For so many centuries, he's, yeah. uh, no, they were being persecuted and yet he became the president. Diba? First. Right. Diba? Sa tingin mo magkakaroon tayo ng first Asian American you president? Cannot, you, you cannot close the doors on that. It is possible. Just like Obama became the president of the United States a few years ago. Diba? Maaaring mangyari din yan. So yung mga kababayan natin nahihirapan ngayon, don't ever ever give up. Kung nahihirapan ko ngayon, pansamantala lang yan. What's important is that you're already here. And believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Yeah. Sa mga kababayan naman natin na nasa Philippines na nanonood ngayon na nagbabalak mag-abroad for for oh, a yeah. better life. For a better life. What, can, what advice can you give them? Huwag kayong masyadong naniniwala na pag nasa Amerika na kayo, eh masarap ang buhay dito araw-araw. <laughs> Talagang kayod kalabaw dito. But what's good about you know being in America is that if you really work and work hard, you can see and enjoy the fruits of your labor. Masarap mo buhay dito, basta may pera ka eh. Di ba? Yeah. Yeah. Masarap eh. Now, Kongjen, before we land this, mm. yung Philippine consulate natin, mm. is it pro-Filipino in terms of will you will you really in front of our audience assure us that you guys are like Seven Eleven always there for us? Oh yes, we are. We are pro-Filipino. We are there for you 24-7. We are there for you 365, 365 days a year. We have hotlines. If for some reason you cannot reach the hotlines that I've given in our website and our Facebook page, you can walk in at the consulate anytime. Any problem that you have for as long as we can help resolve it, we will come to your assistance. You can rest assured that we will be there for you. We will not abandon you. Pahabol. Mm. Eh, yung mga dating Filipino, mm. will you help them? Yes. Alam mo, ang nakakatawa niyan, ako, marami tayong mga na nagiging Amerikano. Diba? And marami din sa kanila hindi pa rin nagdu-dual citizen. Mm-hmm. Or mayroong mga nagdu-dual citizen na. So they're now Americans, right? Americans. Yeah. And then some of them run into problems. And who do they run to? It's the Philippine government. They come to us for assistance, not the US government. Right. I don't know why. <laughs> sa atin tumatakbo. Diba? Hindi ko naman sinu, oh, bakit? Ba't kayo sa amin tumatakbo? Amerikano na kayo. Eh. Ba't sa amin parang kayo tumatakbo eh? But I don't say that. Because we're there to help anyone na kapapilipino natin. Ganon tayo kabait. Walang walang gobyerno gumagawa niyan except the Philippine government, I think. Tayo lang gumagawa oh, yeah, niyan. Yeah. Tayo lang gumagawa. We're the only government with a budget allocated to help precisely Filipinos who are in these stressful situations. That's an annual budget. At pag binigayan ng ating gobyerno, we don't expect to be repaid at all. Bigay na yan ng gobyerno. Right. Hindi na yan babayaran. 
no other government does that. I think many of our Filipino Kababayans do not realize that. Well, they do now after watching your your, mm. po, your podcast yeah. episode. I hope they right, right. they pick up on it. Yeah, yeah. galing. Hmm. So, bukas po ng ating pintuan sa at mga kababayan natin na nangangailangan ng tulong basta kaya natin gawin, gagawin natin. Yeah. So, maraming salamat, Paco, for giving me the opportunity to talk to you and to our fellow Filipinos. Maraming, malaking bagay itong programa mo eh. Thank you. Because through your program, naipapabot natin ang ating mga programa, ang mga kakayahan at mga limitasyon ng ating konsulado, konsulado din. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Consul General Edgar Badawas here at Live at Paco's Place. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Sa susunod na pagbalik ni Kong Jen, makakatahin na natin, guys. Okay? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Galing, galing, galing. Galing? <laughs>